0: Welcome to this edition of the Whole Roofing and Remodeling Podcast. Today, i got a special guest from Gilman's Home Center, and uh, today we got Joel here. He is the general manager up at the Newcastle store, so welcome, Joel, and uh, just take a minute and introduce yourself, your family, and a little story of how you uh, ended up at Gilman's. Sure. Uh, My name's Joel Foxtone.
1: I'm the general manager of the Gilman Home Center there in Newcastle. Um, Well... uh, I've got a extensive experience or, you know uh, been in management for many years. Um I was actually working for for Lowe's uh, uh prior to coming over to Gilman's. I had just moved into uh, Newcastle. Um, my wife and I we got married and we moved into her family home and we were um Um, reinstalling a ceiling fan in the bedroom and as I was pulling stuff down I saw a few things that her dad had rigged up back in the day and I wanted to um, fix it and uh, it came to the point where I was like well I can't fix this tonight unless we go out and get something and she said well uh, let's go get something I said well I'm not going all the way to Lowe's And so we were driving into town and, um, she was telling me about the places that were in town because I was new to Newcastle at the time. And so I was on my way to Ace Hardware and as we were going past Gilman, she says, that's the other place that I was talking about. I'd never heard of Gilman's before, but I was like, well, I don't care where we go. I just need to get the part. And so I pulled on in and, um, when I got inside, I, I was impressed by how organized the place was and, um, how clean it was and, um, one of the employees came up and asked me um you know if i needed help told him what i needed told me exactly where it was we were in and out but i went home that night as i was you know working out in indianapolis and living in newcastle and um saw that they were hiring for an assistant manager at the time and i after we finished putting up that ceiling fan, i applied uh for the job and um the general manager at the time called me the next morning and called me in and um, curtis gilman um, came in and interviewed me and, uh, gave me a job offer on the spot and, um, I started the, a uh, couple weeks later, but, uh, I've loved it. So Curtis Gilman, is he the owner? Um, Curtis Gilman is currently our, uh, chief operations officer. Okay. Um, uh, uh our current CEO or owner is, um, Charlie, his dad. Okay. Okay. Um, the, the gilman brothers lumber was started in the 60s um by uh charlie and his brothers okay um they were they uh um charlie had like a construction company they were building new homes and part of the idea of starting the um the lumber yard was so they could get better pricing on their own lumber Mm -hmm. and you know for their friends and stuff in the business um, Charlie grew up in the business, and he uh, um, rebranded it um, as more of a retail establishment, as Gilman Home Center, and opened up the first Gilman Home Center in '85 uh, in Batesville. Okay. Um, uh, Charlie's sons, uh, Curtis and Travis, both um, worked their way up through the company. They, you know, were stock boys, and they were managers. And right now, uh, Curtis is our is our uh, COO, and he's doing a great job um Travis uh, is uh, in charge of purchasing. Okay. Uh, but the, you know, it's a it's a good uh family family owned company. Um Newcastle location was opened in 2015. Okay. Um I've been the GM for a little over a year now. Um after I started as assistant manager about 3 years ago, a couple years um uh Uh, our GM stepped down and uh, he's working in outside sales so he works for me now. There you go. (laughs) Uh, But um, um, since we opened the Newcastle location in 2015 we've opened eight more stores. So we're 16 strong. We just opened uh, one in Muncie and one in Shelbyville uh, last year.
0: What uh, What is the future plans? Are they going to continue to add more? Do they have them locations kind of planned out? What they tell me (laughs)
1: <laughs> what they tell me is we don't have any plans to open up anything this year. But every time they say that, they say, however, if the right location comes up with the you know with the right circumstances, there's no reason why I wouldn't.
0: So with uh, it's a so are they considered a Do It Best franchise? Is that how that works?
1: Yeah, um, Do It Best. It's a. Um, I don't know what the word is that they use, but it's uh, it's not really a franchise. Okay, it's a, a cooperation. Okay, okay. Um, uh, We are one of the biggest. Uh, undo it best. Um, uh, th- I think there's another company out there that might have a little bit more more locations, but okay. I think we beat them in volume. I don't have those numbers, but I know that we're one of the biggest um, do it best uh, company. Okay,
0: um, they were a really great partnership. Nice, nice. Well, like we were talking off air, like a lot of your guys' locations is kind of our our main areas that we service. If it's, you know, out in Centerville, Richmond, you know. I didn't realize until you brought in the list of all of them how far north you were, but still overall, you know, we do a lot of work in Batesville, a lot of work in Shelbyville, um, and clear over to the state line. Um, Even getting over towards Oxford, Ohio now just, just organically, like I was sure. explaining to you off air, just our, our goal as a, as a business of, you know, where, um, where to, where to, where we want to generate our business from. So, um, totally, totally get the, um, Adam was bragging behind the cameras here, like the quick service we get when we swing in there and, you know, grab something with you guys. And then, um, since, uh, our office manager, um, has a connection there, now we've got account so we can walk into any, of your branches and charge something and just get on to the day. So once again, that makes us more efficient. We have happy customers, all that kind of stuff. So I guess what, uh, you've been a manager for a little over a year. Um, you know, me and you were talking off air a little bit about just managing people. And I mean, our job is to love people at the end of the day right. and, and love our people. So then they will love our customers. So share, share some of that. Well, My, my personal philosophy, um,
1: you got know, you there's usually, when you run into business, there's usually like three different entities that you're trying to, 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 to serve. And that's um, the company or the bottom line, Yep. Um, your employees, and your customers. Uh, personally, I believe that if you take care of your employees, they will take care of your customers. You've trained them properly and you yep. make sure that they're well taken care of. They will take care of your customers. And if, they, and if we're taking care of our customers, then that will backfill and, and take care of the bottom line. Um, and that's one of the things that I really love about Gilman's. Um, I've worked with a lot of companies in the past and everybody says, um, you know, our employees are a priority. Uh, but with Gilman's, it really is, I mean, it, you know, they, they, they do take care of us when there were, when there were gas prices issues and things like that. And Charlie sent sent all the employees, uh, you know, gas cards. Right. to help us out. Yep. Um, uh, he, uh, throws uh, Christmas parties for the, for the staff and, um, and uh, you know, he's always walking around handing out gift cards or $100 right. bills for people that answer the, the questions properly. And um, he really kind of notice, looks at what's going on in the outside world and notices what uh, what we need. right And, um, you know, he really takes care of us.
0: So um, are they are they located? Do they live down by Batesville? Then
1: yeah, Charlie's got a house in Batesville. Okay, okay. Most of the employees have been there.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess tell them you know that's that's awesome. That's always awesome to hear like how they're taking care of you guys because like I remember before I owned my own company um, back when one of the gas spikes you know happened like the company I was working for and I was just an operation and maintenance tech. I was just kind of low man on the totem pole and on one of the checks there was a hundred or. Two $100 bills in there with a note is like the cost of stuff is going up. We noticed that, like, you know, so that, that absolutely, you know, uh, that, that means a lot. And here I'm telling a story probably 10, 11 years later. So, yeah, no, you remember that. Yeah. I I, I remember that kind of stuff. So, um, just let's talk about like, I mean, are, are, are you guys finally over to everybody blaming COVID on why you can't get anything or not? (laughs) Well, I mean,
1: it's, it's, we definitely hear it. Uh, we, we still, people are still talking about it. I mean, there were times when um, and we were honest with our customers, but there were times during COVID that, you know, we were getting lumber trucks in and we weren't sure how much we were going to pay for it until right. it was there, but we needed it. And, um, and, you know, and, and then even after that, after as the fire started to fluctuate and, and the price of that stuff started to come down, um and we were still sitting on inventory that we paid a a high dollar for we had to we had to we had to be competitive and we had to give the right prices to our customers so there's oftentimes when when the prices were going down, but we still had some of that inventory we just had to give it away pretty much but you know you've got to take care of your customers right
0: well, and that's like us with we do a lot of o s b replacement mm-hmm. i mean friggin o s b price like the average customer don't realize the yo yo that it is oh, yeah. like it's like Depends on where you can get it from. I mean, there was a time uh, uh,
1: when OSB was so high, right. people were coming in, and I had a bunk of like oak plywood right. that I had. You know, we don't sell that many. yeah. Uh, so, I had been been
0: there for since before COVID. So, I was like, it was literally cheaper right. because of the cost of it. Well, and uh, I don't know if you guys deal much with steel framing, but there for a while they said that steel steel studs were cheaper than you know from from the wood studs and i actually did a job for a guy up in zionsville it's been a few years ago now and he was a day trader so um he was watching stuff he's like hey we're gonna move forward with this but he's like per my analytics like stuff's gonna get a little cheaper in like four and a half Mm -hmm. weeks i'm like Okay, whatever. So every once in a while, I still shoot him a text like, "Hey, I'm thinking about buying a bunch of material. What do you think?" You know, and he'll be like, "Yeah, buy it. Yeah, it hasn't really changed much, or you know, oh you yeah." Know, so and
1: we get that too. I mean, I'll uh, um, you know I've got a few you know Kyle and Travis and them are in charge of purchasing, and um, I'll, I'll know that I'm running short or low on something like wire, and I'll call and say, yeah. "Hey, I need some," and they're like, "Well, shouldn't buy it yet." Right. But you need some, so let's get a few, and then so that we can take advantage of, uh, of the better costs that are on the horizon.
0: So, with the do it best kind of model, um, is it more um, like does everything come through a two stepper, or do you buy directly from some manufacturers?
1: I do buy directly from a lot. Okay, um, I've got. Um, uh, we, we have several. Lumber rips. Okay. We have a different place we can get inventory from. All of our, um, you know, all of our, almost all of our hardware store, um, um, all all my nuts and bolts and all my, you know, screwdrivers and everything um, primarily do it best. There are a few um, other vendors. I mean, we are. Uh, not not all of our stores, but many of our stores are like steel, power tool, yep. um, service centers and representatives. Um, you know, we sell country clipper, um, lawn mowers. And, um, and so a lot of that stuff, of course, uh, that doesn't come from do it best. Right. Um, um, a majority of our stores are rental centers as well. Yep. Um, you can rent anything from a, uh, you know, a mini X to a skid steer to, uh, you know,
0: just a power drill. Right. What uh, on them kind of I don't want to say odd stuff that them unique stuff like what do you guys see the biggest biggest demand like if and uh, if you're looking for a new location like the place and I know you said that they're not there's not anything on the plan but as entrepreneurs they're mm-hmm. always looking you oh yeah. know, well no, I think what is kind of your biggest biggest drivers mm-hmm. for some of that it's it's
1: a need um, if you know Charlie sees a community that has a hole uh, that we that we think we can fill I mean. You know, that's where he goes. He's looking for a need. It's not so much, you know, where can we fit or where can we be competitive or where, you know, um, do we think we can make the money? It's, you know, it's all about a community that's in need. And if you find, a a a, a, a location where a need can be filled, I mean, then the business will come to you. I mean, right. you, you know, it's got a community, uh, uh, in need. I mean, uh, when we opened up that uh, location in Muncie, and then that other one in Shelbyville, I knew that some of my customers came from those areas. I mean, right. you, know, I, you know, being in Newcastle, I knew that those were going to take some of my some of my my sales a little bit. But those were people that were driving all the way from those areas to come to me. So, you know. It was easy to to,
0: to find those locations uh, find find a, a community that had a need right right yeah I mean I was I was shocked when I seen the Shelbyville one going up um, I don't know I just I figured they were they had enough but mm-hmm. I mean you know I like you said like the location you guys got is probably the primest location um, that that you guys can get uh, another thing do they uh, do you guys normally always build this a complete new facility or do you ever go in and remodel it any kind of existing
1: i think that i i believe the plan going forward is to try and do our own builds but yes no there are several locations which was which was you know hardware store or a rental center in the past and um we do have several locations that are retrofit buildings um um my location is one of the first ones that were like a a a a single build um and then each one after that, the shells kind of the same on all of the new buildings. Everyone after me, they 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 realize what they did wrong, and, and, and they made them better as they're going forward. Um, so I still have all of the, the all of the mistakes they made with that building, but uh, we do well,
0: we do well. With d- so what kind of mistakes did they make on your? Well, I've road?
1: got a, I've, um, all the other stores had these uh, two, you know, piers that go all the way down the center or on the on the side. Mine's right in the middle. Yeah, uh, offices are in the back of the new stores, where my offices are up in the front, which is nice. Right. Except it takes away a whole bunch of sales floor space that I yep. could have had. And, you know, yep. Those those aisles are a little shorter. You know, little little things here and there that they've tweaked. So some of the new locations,
0: same footprint, but man, they look bigger. They look brighter. Right. Well, and you know, kudos to management to be willing to be like, okay, what can we tweak? Because right. Sometimes as entrepreneurs we get like no we're doing it this way because that's the way we did that one there and i mean i know you you probably enjoy you know telling the other general (laughs) managers hey you're you should thank me because yeah. you know we we cussed and discussed this, so yep. this is how this is how this got got to be different. So, and that's what I, I like about the company uh, too is is
1: um, um, we we put our minds together. They ask for you know best practice. They ask for everybody's opinions. What is w- w- working well for you, and then we share that with the rest of the you know with the rest of the stores. This is working well for us, and it's like oh, I never thought to do it that way.
0: Thanks. Now I'm going to do it that way. So, is there any area of the business that you know? You guys maybe see more success with the rentals, something like that, than maybe you even thought when you came to to a Gilman's. Because I mean, I know a lot of Lowe's stuff is similar, but I I did notice with the Lowe's, they used to have some Sunbelt stuff, Mm -hmm. and then now they uh, a lot of them don't even have Sunbelt, so they don't even really have you know a rental um, facility in them. So what's what's great with with rental
1: is you know you you. If you find items that people need, um, and, you know need to rent not not to have, but just need, uh, and you get that in, in your you know in your fleet, um, and you take care of it, then if you do if it's run properly, um, it, it makes its money back on what you spent on it, and then after that, except for maintenance, um, it's just bringing money in. Right. Um, what we like to do is we, is after after an item has you know made its money and then a little bit more. Um, you don't like to sell it. We got people that'll that'll buy the used equipment and get a new one in, and then go from there. I mean, as long as you're maintaining it properly and uh, and um, you know utilizing the rental system properly, it,
0: it's a good moneymaker. maker. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, I've looked at I can't they call them the piggybacks? Is that what they? Um, and uh, I've seen I've seen a couple of them listed. Mm-hmm. Uh, from you guys, um, I've always thought about buying one for the shop. We've got a fork truck, and yeah. I've kind of cussed and discussed. Like the wheels are real wide, and it's beneficial. I know to get off a truck, but then I start questioning close around the shop. It may not be as right. good as good an idea. But I I have noticed uh, maybe Travis does, was he the one that would have had them. Travis would have done that. Yeah. Okay. I just I. I remember weird things and I've just seen it on I've looked at them before on Facebook Marketplace like okay no
1: we need them we we need them right uh, with with our with our delivery and stuff Um, but um, yeah, uh, we do um, part of the I think part of what we do well for our customers is um, anything within a 20 mile radius it's a $20 delivery fee yep doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if it's three truckloads of stuff or if it's a screwdriver. Twenty-mile delivery, fee. anything within twenty-mile radius. After that, we'll still come and just be a little bit more. But right. um, we don't make any money on that. It's just it's just part of you know w- w- of the services that we offer. I always find people. You know, I don't, I don't know what they are now, but I know that you know, a couple of years ago, Lowe's was like sixty bucks or whatever. Right. Right. And you can't. And you couldn't even try to work you into a schedule like next Wednesday, maybe. Right. Uh, um, no, we, you know, we'll 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 give you a call right before we come out, and you know we'll put it where you want us to. And um, you know, I've got I've got a, a couple of really I got a good delivery team that works for me. I know that most of the stores have a have a pretty good one, and, the, and the, those guys care. You know, right. they work for us and they care. You know, with with uh, some of those big boxes, like especially that with Lowe's, that the delivery team doesn't work for right. Lowe's you know they're delivering appliances and they don't they, uh, as a manager when I worked there if I had a customer had a complaint you know they didn't the, the, the delivery guys didn't care right.
0: <laughs> it's funny because you'd say that it just had a delivery from Lowe's and the lady called and he wasn't even hardly gone and she's like yeah I heard he dropped something this morning and uh, I'm just looking for, you know, pretty much a review or feedback and you know, uh if the if the if what he's dropping is damaged that's not his fault. Like how was your experience with him? And I was just like, and we we ordered I think the same bathroom vanity three or yeah. four times uh for a project and it was it was very to the first time we went and picked it up or they delivered it, and it was damaged. And then so I, like, I told the guys, I'm like, and then I don't think we checked it. It was my fault, actually. I think they dropped it here at the shop. The next week, I was like, you know what? Let's look at that. Make sure it's fine. It was damaged. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, I'm like, you don't sign off unless you open that box up, guys. That's and right. It, literally, there's three or four of them that, that came in damaged. And it's like, uh, like, care, like, and there's sometimes that, like, I'll call a place and, like, the customer service is zero. And I'll tell my team, I was like, I swear, if I ever hear you talk to our customers like that, yep. like, you don't have a job. Like, I'm like, don't, 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 don't be like that. Like, care. Like, and unfortunately, in this world, like, we're we're to the point that it's just, like, people don't call back or they don't even, they don't even act like they, they care for your business, you know. So a simple thank you or, hey can we help you? And I mean, you guys are always good at that. Usually I've got my mindset. I'm running to where I need to grab. Cause most of the time I know exactly what I, what mm-hmm. I need to grab and where it's at, but still just that, that, that customer service. So, and one thing that you were talking about was, um, more collaboration, uh, between the stores, best practices, kind of, um, kind of all that stuff. So, you know, um, share a little bit about like what you guys are doing that, that kind of have more systems and processes as a, I'm working on that in our business yep. to make sure uh, things are more. I tell my team, I don't want to McDonald's. I don't want you to make a Big Mac in that metaphor, but like every sales rep that goes out, I need them to be right the same experience.
1: No, we uh, what we're doing right now is uh, as a company trying to build our SOPs, or our standard yep. operating procedures, and so we started with certain things like um that everybody has to do so and everybody's obviously doing it but there's but if you go to different stores that you know uh we were talking about just uh truck maintenance and checking out our delivery trucks and things like that and so they went so um we went through and everybody shared what they were doing um more of like a collective um uh, it, it was like on a conference call type thing. And then one of our, um, we've got a few uh, multi-store operating managers um, um, that kind of went through and, and, and created a standard operating procedure that would work for everybody, um, put it in front of a few of us so that we all kind of, yeah, I can. okay, that'll work. And then so it's something that we're doing slowly. Um, uh, a few things here we started with something like checking out trucks mm-hmm. um, right now um, we're changing the way that we do um, our orders for our do it best trucks Okay. Um, uh, and our, our procedures for um, you know how to do it we all do it um, each one of us uh, do it but we've never had a uh, set step by step instruction on how and um, at the end of it um Uh, Not only will we have like best practices shared, you know, I've learned. uh, I thought that I knew everything on how to do the order, but since we've been sharing it, I learned that there was a few things that um, uh, on just how the system worked that I didn't know that made things a little bit easier. Um, And so now at the end of it, then I should we should have like a you know something that I probably sit in a binder that I may not use again after I've got got the steps down, but if I if if uh, if I, I'm if I'm on vacation or I'm out sick or something like that, when my assistant manager needs to do the order, it's not something he usually does. Should be able to grab the binder and go step by step and knock it out, no problem. Or if I'm if I'm training somebody new, I can say, "Hey, we're going to go through these steps." Yep, and uh, um, it should be a lot. Of, you know, it, it, what I found most um, beneficial is the sharing best practices. Um, everybody's doing it. Um, We've all learned a few things that uh, we didn't know we could do that is making our life a little bit easier, and then I've shared stuff that other, with other people that they didn't know that they could do and it's making their life a little bit easier. And at the end of it, we're going to um, have a standard procedure that works for the company, yep. and uh, it's on paper.
0: Right now, literally, my sales guys are doing that right now as we're mm-hmm. as we're talking. Probably hearing some of them in the background because they're kind of loud. Uh, you know, sales guys are known for that. But um, what? Uh, kind of uh you know is is you want to grow within uh gilman's you want to be the general manager until you're ready to retire in newcastle or kind of kind of kind of what are your goals well i i
1: do love my position and i love my store and um i, I wouldn't mind retiring as a general manager uh, but the store the, but the company is growing and i've always been am- ambitious Yep. um uh spoken a little bit here and there with uh, some of the higher ups about the idea that it, as the company grows and as we grow uh, our corporate structure um, that it would it'd be nice to um, kind of uh, be one of those multi-store managers or, or, or see where the company goes I'm really excited about being in a company um, that is you know is on a growth trend mm-hmm. and is, is is changing as they grow and that's i think that was one of the things that um that you know, really attracted me to, to well besides how great they are with their with the employees and how organized it was is that that there's some potential for growth and um, i don't know where where i'm going to be in the next five years but i know that it's going to be with humans.
0: so what is um What's some of your hobbies? What do you like doing? You know, outside of work. Um, well, um, my wife and I like to travel. Um,
1: uh, she works from home. She's a, a full-time nurse that, but she works for the. She went to the dark side. She works for the insurance companies, um, but uh, it, allows, it allows it allows us to, uh, to to travel. Even if she can't get off work, uh, we try to go to at least a couple weekends a year where the two of us get away and we try to take the kids on a vacation. Um, uh, I didn't share this with you, but between my wife and I, we have, uh, currently seven children in the house. Okay. Um, uh, more, uh, not more than exactly 12 people call me dead. Okay. Um, I have, so I have a few, a few children out of the house. Um, have got two kids in college right now. Uh, one in the air force. Um, um a few a few out in the world uh we got a senior and a junior no uh, wonder you like getting away on vacation <laughs> but uh, uh we try to take try to take them all out uh uh once a year at least and then the, the two of us like to get out but so we like to travel we also just like to binge watch things we're both kind of into you know Sci-fi things like that. Yeah.
0: Does your wife watch them weird murder shows? Not as much. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like it's to the point with Forty Eight Hours. I know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm like, this is bad. Like me and my wife were in Nashville last weekend for a conference, and she's. I'm like, can we change this? I know the ending of this one already. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: they have they have that formula. You you kind of got you kinda oh, gotta, yeah. you, you kind of know. Well, then I get to the point. I'm like, all right, I don't have the patience to watch it. Let me grab my phone and no. you Google it and then of course since it's on like it's kind right. of the top of the search and it's like told you he was he was guilty <laughs> told you they'd find him not guilty and I always I always tease my wife that uh, on them it's it's so obvious when they're guilty like um, they the husband never goes and looks for her um, and it's reverse psychology by the cops. Stay here in case she comes back. Sure, sure. And then, like, when the idiot moves his girlfriend in three days later, it's like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> seriously, you know. So, but, uh, yeah. What, um, I had a question. Oh, how many employees does Gilman's have? Do you know that? Um, I'd say it's up, uh, upward over 400. Okay, okay. You know,
1: I think I've got uh, 36 right now. okay. At my location. Some of them, some of the locations aren't as busy. You know, some of them are, you know, Batesville has a lot more uh, than most. But I think we're uh,
0: around 400 now. Okay. Because I was surprised um, just by, and I love studying business, asking questions. We had a young man in here that owns several of the Culver's. And uh, I think I talked to him the other day. I think he needed 80 to open the Greensburg stores. Now, I get it. Culver's is different than mm-hmm. Gilman's. But I was like... Holy cow. And they've got 30, 31 stores now. So, you know, that's 24, yeah. 2500. And there's more turnover with the younger kids and stuff, you know. Yeah, I
1: used to, I used to run restaurants. I used okay. to open, as, uh, when you do a store opening with a restaurant specifically, especially with, you know, getting all those high school age kids and whatnot, you target hiring, you know, at least 30, 40% more than you actually need. Right and then uh, you know go forward you know it I've been to that been to that place where we hired that many but for some reason the hiring process is really good and so and so you've got more people than you need as you're going forward uh, it's not it's it's actually a lot easier to, to uh, when, when half of them wash out yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, well and it's just I mean I I try to like one thing that we – Really, we try to really focus on is like the customer experience. Mm-hmm. So I'm very conscious when I go into like a Culver's because there's hardly anybody watching that would disagree. Like, if you go into a Culver's or a Chick Fil A, the service is just so much better than any yep. McDonald's, the Burger Kings, whatever. You know, there's um,
1: there's 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 staff members everywhere, right? In the, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: And I mean, and they just you know, um, it's no different than like we've been going to Holiday World for. One of my 30? I'll be 37 here in a few months. So literally probably for 32 years and this like how clean and just Everybody picks up trash and it's like mm-hmm. to the point that like you don't ever see trash on the ground. Like, you know, um, and I know that like Kings Island's gotten better at stuff like that, but 20, 30 years ago, like you just, that was, that was a selling point for holiday world was like the cleanness, you know, the customer experience. And, uh, yeah, like, you know, people know they're probably going to pay a few more dollars when they walk into a Gilman's than a Lowe's. But however, like when you, somebody smiles at you, can I help you? And it's actually right back there. You know, I was a plumber for 32 years and this mm-hmm. is my, you know, this is, this is what I want to do, you know, kind of when I retire kind of thing. So, yeah. um, uh, that the customer
1: experience is important to us, uh, as I'm doing, as I'm doing the scheduling, um, I make sure that I've got somebody in the building at all times that can do ba- our basic services. So we fill propane, we cut keys, um, I'll, I'll, we fix screens. Um, you know, we make paint, and it's a skill set. And so everybody, um, my, my goal is to get everybody trained on everything. Right. But until then, um, I don't want you know. I am making a schedule. You know, on a it's a Wednesday night, and I've got such and such people on the schedule. Can they? fill propane make Mm -hmm. keys do you know anything that we can do can it be done and so i make sure as i'm making the schedule that we're always able to fulfill all those things um and on the staff i've got a lot of experts you know i'm not an expert on plumbing but, I have, I, but I, I have several of them. And every mm-hmm. time a customer comes in and says, you know, a lot of times they're holding some piece of plumbing in their hand and they're like, I don't know what to do with this. And, and I look at it and I say, I don't, either, I don't know either. either, but I know who does. And I'll go grab, you know, John or Mason or, or Monty. I've got several that are, you know, that were either plumbers or have a lot of experience and they'll come over. And, um, and I encourage all of my staff to do this. I stay. And I, and, I, and I watch them help so that I can hopefully next time that somebody comes in with the same problem, then at that point, you know, I can. Um, and so I, um, I encourage all of my staff members to, to, if they don't know how to do it, somebody in this building does. I guarantee it.
0: Um, but as they're teaching the customer, you can learn yourself you know now that you say that i can think back of a few times and i thought man why are they standing there so it's working because <laughs> uh, we don't know <laughs> yeah 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 and it may not have been your specific location because that's the thing like whenever i'm in a Gilman's, i don't ever go into the same one twice very often you know it just it's you never know where we're going to pop up right at and you know that kind of stuff so um is there anything else a word of advice you know a fun story to share about Gilman's or anything like that Um, yeah, uh, you gotta stay involved in the community.
1: Um, you know, all of our Gilman's, it's, we are still a privately owned, uh, company and we're in, and we are based out of our communities. Um, uh you, you got to take care of your community the so, so they'll come in um we work with uh habitat for humanity um i i do a lot of donations that way with with materials and i have even gone to uh, uh, to a few um you know and helped do rewire some electrical and things like that we just built a handicap wrap, a ramp rant for somebody that was in need um, I just sent, I've got a, I've got a, um, Mason, he's, he's my plumbing department head, but he also, um, helps me with my Facebook page and whatnot. Um, um, Curtis, uh, Curtis Gilman, uh, when it, when it snowed and it was all icy, like when that first ice, he said, Hey, if you guys have broken bags of salt, throw them in a bucket and, uh, go out to some of the local, you know, independent, you know, local businesses, tell them that we appreciate local businesses and, you know, give out that salt and, so we did. Um, Mason grabbed about ten buckets filled them with salt and went to uh, some of the local restaurants and some of the local boutiques and stuff. And um, all of them almost put on their Facebook page. Oh my God, Gilman's came out to us, and it was, it was good to give back. And it was nice to share that. You know, uh, um, uh, we shared their posts on our Facebook page, and they shared us on their Facebook page. And um, it, being involved in the community really helps us. You know, stick uh you know in everybody's minds but you know it, it makes us it feel good to be able to right. help out
0: well and you know i'll i'll chime in like if there's ever a time that we can help out like absolutely uh we just had a small business that does bin trash removal mm-hmm. and uh i reached out he reached out to me it's like hey if i can ever be of, of a service i was like no absolutely i appreciate that um You know, let's do a podcast. And it's already worked out. We've done one little project together. And like, I love small business. Like, Mm -hmm. I love talking. Like, I love learning. Like, you know, my mind goes that I need to meet with the Gilmans sometime and just learn from them because they've apparently, they're doing something right. If you have 16 locations, you know, and, and I love that, you know, you talk, take care of your people, uh, be involved in the community, you know, Um, and it's just like exactly like, our focus, and I say it, and there's a lot of lip service, but I I genuinely mean it. You know, when there's you know somebody sick or whatever it is, like communicate with mm-hmm. me. You know, when the weather's real cold, like uh, one time last year when it got real cold, like I just I told Ellie I was like stay home. I was like you got your phone answer it. I was like don't get them babies out in this you know zero right. degree weather. Like you come into the office. Yes, I want to see you every day, but it's not you know that's not worth it. And Um, you know, unfortunately, she lost her dad a little over a year ago. And I was just like, what do you need? And she's like, can I have this week off? And I was like, yes. Like, just, you know, we love you. You know, I tease her. She took three months off to have this last baby starting in August. And it's like, that's like the race to the finish line right. for us. You know, it's like busy season. Yeah. And I was just like, and there was multiple times I so bad wanted to call her and be like, Hey, would you come back? But I wouldn't do it. Cause I knew if I asked, she probably would. Right. That wasn't fair to her. And I told her, I was like, then that baby is way more important than, are than the business. Like I want you to care about our business, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So, like I said, any time that we can ever team up, help, be be a part of something, you know, we have tons of labor. Like if you hear something on like a roof or something, you know, we can uh, we can we can go do that. We did like a big give back for the Indian FFA last year. Put gutters on um, down at their uh, retreat center sure. area. Um, I took the entire team and we ripped off. And put back twenty five hundred linear feet of downspouts and gutters in one day. Nice. Yep. <laughs> so we were we got the FFA officer team involved, and uh, a, one of our subs, him and his helper, came because uh, he kind of we did the we did the easy part, and he bossed us around, and you know gave us the pointers. So yeah, absolutely. But uh, anything else, Dan? Um, our I wanted to
1: mention our online platform. Okay. Um, uh, I think that you know that c word that covid really kind of inspired a lot of the changes in this but uh it's really starting to um um blow up in in the company okay the the buy online pickup in store um um the the you know if you you know you go to my my com, you can see what what is available and um What's nice about the platform is that it'll show you know what we've got in store, but it'll also show what what our warehouses have. So, okay. um, I have customers all the time that that are getting online, and um, and ordering you know whatever that they that they need, and uh, I'll get an email saying you know customer ordered this. Uh, from the warehouse and then I'll know to look for it. And when it comes in, we'll be able to contact the customer and say that it's there. And, um, we even still have a few people that uh, just a few customers that are, that want us to bring it out to their cars. Right. Um, and you know, since we were doing that before, mm-hmm. there's no reason why we can't still, uh, you know, still come out and deliver it and put it in your trunk
0: for you. And, yeah, absolutely. Customer service. Uh,
1: it was, it was, it's neat that, you know, something like that, that was a necessity, um, you know, during the pandemic um, is something that we were able to keep Mm -hmm. and roll with and make better, you know, to, you know, to be able to take care of our customers.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Joel, I appreciate your time. Um, And when we tag this, we're going to set where all the locations are at, but I'm going to let you read through where you guys have all the locations um, just so our customer base knows um, where, you know, they may know where their nearest Gilman's is, they may not. Yep. you can always go uh, to mygilman.com
1: or gilmanhomecenter.com. that'll get you to both places and you can see you know where to order from and see our see which each location what they have for the, in their rental centers and things like that but I think we're in Aurora um, Batesville Brookville uh, Centerville Connorsville um, Edinburgh Frankfurt Gas City, Hartford City, Lebanon, Muncie, Newcastle, Shelbyville, and Winchester, all in Indiana. And then we're in Oxford, Ohio, and Eaton, Ohio. Um, so that's our, those are our 16 locations. Like I said, um, Newcastle is where I'd like for everybody to shop. Uh, we're centrally located between all those
0: stores, but um, we've got some great locations out there. All right, I appreciate you, Joel, and uh, we appreciate you uh, tuning in to the whole Roofing Modeling Podcast. And uh, if Gilman's can help you out, uh, go support uh, local family business. Have a great day. Thank you.